Road traces? Huh? That's how the episode opens. Wait, what did you just is, say? What is that wait, word? Roaches? Oh, road traces? Ro- oh, I, right, they're not racing. They're just That's existence. No, the girl wins because there's like two. And then she's like, woohoo! Yeah, I was like, why are you frequenting an establishment that needs fumigation night? Yearly. Year, is it a yearly yeah. thing? It's, yeah. Is that supposed to be funny? Yeah, I think it's supposed to like – this is Sunnydale, crawling with vermin, both like yeah, or you know, urbane and like yeah. supernatural. I, mean, I guess maybe it's just warmer there because of the Hellmouth, so the roaches are attracted to it. They like it. Yeah, <sighs> roaches are gross. Yeah, it yes. make it they're crazy gross. gross. Don't hang out where there's roaches. And also the fact that they had like the post fumigation party. I feel like don't you guys think there's like still residual like poison? Around, Yeah. I mean, unless – because if you have to ha- get fumigated every year, you're not getting fumigated that well. You're not getting fumigated that so hard. you're just closing <laughs> it for one – I mean, for two days. maybe it's all a ruse. Maybe the owner of the bronze just wants to, like, go to his house in Barbados. <gasps> yeah. Be left oh. alone. Because you know that guy is making money hand over fist. Oh, yeah. Well, with all they, those teens. Those yeah. teens drink so much coffee. Well, and they and seem to be soda. like, oh, get a drink. I'm like, what drink are you getting? Like, yeah. Like, oh, this 7-Up is really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the fourth episode. Yeah. Yes, the fourth episode of Hellmouthy. Uh, I'm one of your co-hosts, Kelly Nugent. And I'm your other co-host, Ryan Mogi. And today we have a very special guest. Welcome, Vanessa Singleton. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I just cheered for myself, guys. You did. You actually led the cheer and I, I followed. No, I liked it. I liked it. A Buffy aficionado? Yeah. Fan. Super fan, I would super say. Super fan. Yeah. yeah. Just here for the love of Buffy. <laughs> I'm so glad to have you. Would you – how did you come to Buffy? Uh, I am actually an OG Buffy fan, for real. Like, I started watching first season, first episode when it was wow. first on the air. I feel like it hit me at the right point in my life at the right time where, like, I was an angsty 15-year-old girl and <laughs> she was an angsty 15-year-old girl. And I was like, I don't want to do math homework either. Uh, <laughs> but then, you know, her life was so much more exciting and glamorous than mine was and, like, when you're 16 and everything is life or death, and then for her it really is, and it sort of takes your troubles and makes them seem lighter, but in a relatable, fun way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you have a little bit more cred than Kelly and I. I mean, I didn't want to say it. I mean, did you come here to take the podcast away from us? That's why I, that's why I cheered for myself. Like, I just felt you're like starting I the revolution. You, you were cheering because you knew the audience would be. They're like, finally. Exactly. Get those posers out of yeah. there. Oh, gosh. Um, so yeah, two very interesting episodes. So we had Angel and iRobot Eugene, which is a horrible name for that episode. Yeah, because never, ever is there any kind of Tarzan situation. No. no. And he's not really a robot. He's not a robot. I'd be like cyborg maybe, <laughs> yeah. but like, mm-mm. He's a demon. Well, and the robot is the third act twist. Yeah. The robot isn't, it's not about a robot demon. Yeah, yeah the yeah. robot's in it for 10 minutes. Yeah, it's about, oh, I don't know, it was, this was before that show To Catch a Predator, but it really should be called To Catch a Predator. Yeah, or, or to Catfish. Ca- to yeah. be a predator. Yeah, exactly. It was like 90s Catfish. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, but we're kind of getting out of order. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so much to say. I know. Because really nothing happened in that first episode. Yeah. No was, development. No, nothing exciting. Episode no. seven's kind of filler. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we the creepy kid is the anointed, mm-hmm. and he's, like, counseling the master. Yes. Okay, his voice is so deep. His, I, I know that they're doing something yeah, with it. Yeah, and it's, like, weird reverberating. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so deep. Here's the thing. <laughs> On this rewatch, I think this is the rewatch where I decide the anointed is dumb. He is I dumb. think before I thought, oh, he's creepy because it's a little kid. Certainly the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, it's, a li- it's the little kid. But I think that actor is horrible. Okay, wow. Uh, 180 <laughs> degree switch from last week. Um, Ryan was saying that he was cast so well. He looks the part, but then anytime he has to do any emoting. No, yeah. Guys, he's like seven. Like, maybe pull your punches but, a little bit. Uh, he's <laughs> no. no Haley Joel Osment. That's what I'm yeah. going to say. He, Step up anointed. Yeah. Or yeah. even Jonathan Lipnicki. He's nothing. <laughs> he's, he's nothing. Nothing. I know. It's, I did I did stand really hard for him last week. But <sighs> they also they don't give him a lot to do. He gets like no. one or two lines in every scene, and they're normally just things like, you are gonna be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> but it is weird, creepy. Little I'd annihilate her. Yeah, I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like both of your impressions. <laughs> Neither are perfect, but they're um, both when combined, great. I'll, I'll layer them. People will be like, whoa, where'd they get that actor? <laughs> exactly. And um, his voice is weird and layered and reverberating. Yeah, yes. So I feel like that'll it'll go pretty well. He, um, yeah, and also like, yeah, I get what you're saying with the like they don't give him much to do. Yeah, and he's nowhere near as interesting or drawing as the master. I mean, like that guy, the way he, fuck, I feel like it's bad that I didn't do the research on this, but that actor is so, um, he's like so drawing and like, yeah, the way he he will just like command yeah. every scene, especially yeah. because I mean. In a show that tries to, like, set the reality bar pretty low. Like, he's ridiculous. Like, the <laughs> yeah. makeup, the nails, the, yeah, like, the nails. weird oh red nose and yeah. the voice. Like, he's he doesn't fit in with the rest of the theme of the show. No. But he holds it. Like, yeah. he holds it and he's compelling. And you're just like, why do you have some weird little kid sidekick? It's like a weird, like, he why doesn't do you have a child? Kid. Yeah. I feel like the, yeah. I don't know. It, it seems weird, but like it seems like the anointed one is like holding him back from like being <laughs> what he can be. I don't know. I just feel like that kid needs to go. It's too bad that kid becomes a regular cast member and is in all seven seasons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that love arc that he has with Buffy Ooh, in season six fights. Yeah, I'm glad to catch a predator. <laughs> Uh, uh, but no, let's be honest. Buffy has eyes for one gentleman in the world. Oh, God. And he's not a gentleman. He's a bloodsucker. He, when she says, um, it's like the lights dim everywhere else. Yeah. When she's talking about him, I was like, oh, girl. <laughs> like, that is such an accurate, I don't know, portrayal of that, like, teen dream love, mm-hmm. like, those, like, star-crossed lovers. And, then, like, it does bring you back to, like, that feeling, too, of, like, young love. And, ugh, I just really felt for Buffy in that. Yes. Like, oh, wow. You really do. Like, you, you guys are meant to be. And I don't believe in that kind of shit. <laughs> but. I believe that Buffy believes it. And that's, and it doesn't that make that heartbreaking? Yeah. Well, and she doesn't really, she has no fucking clue. No. When she's when she's pining over him and feeling like, oh, could it even yeah. happen? She has no idea 
Yeah, which can we talk about that for how does she not know? How does she not think, oh, why is this weird guy he's showing cold. up whenever he's there's also trouble? Cold. Like, he told it's, her. It's odd that she doesn't think for a moment, like, maybe there's more to him than meets the eye. Yeah. Maybe I should delve a little deeper, hell mouth and all. Yeah. Okay, one, he does not have any veins on his face. No, he's an alabaster. He's alabaster. He's <laughs> carved out of stone. <laughs> Two, he told her, I don't bite in the pilot. Yeah. So he yeah, lied to her. He did. Well, oh. he doesn't bite. He handed her a cross. In a box. He didn't touch it. Okay, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm public defender for Angel right now. <laughs> okay, you're Sorry. right. She totally should have known, and she kind of accepted a verbal, a nonverbal contract that she would fuck a vampire when she accepted his gifts. I just feel like she should have, like, she knows about vampires. And she kissed, well, I guess it was right after she kissed him that she found out. But when she kissed him, she, like, he's cold. He is room temperature. Like, kiss, she kissed a corpse and she could, did not know, like, maybe imagine if he you had just, sorry. <laughs> Wait, no. Imagine if I kissed what? <laughs> a corpse. <laughs> I'd rather not. <laughs> just imagine if you kissed a corpse. That kissed me back? I mean, wouldn't you just be like, why are you so mobile? <laughs> like, why do you taste like blood? Why are yeah. you so cold? Yeah, why do like, you have a heartbeat? Why don't you breathe? Yeah. I also, and this, because we're getting to, to the big, we, we skipped the first overnight scene that they, the first sexy scene they have together to get to when they kiss. Oh, but yeah. when they're running away from the, the three bad guys, and they go into the house. She kind of says, come on, really quick. Yeah. That is not an invitation to a no, house. No, I know. I was a that little bit was, like, yeah. how is he coming in? The, and then he has the exposition of, like, vampires can't come in unless you invite them. And I was like, did she invite him? Yeah, I, I actually rewound it because mm-hmm. I wanted to hear it. And she's just like, hurry up, come on. And he's like, great. Yeah. <laughs> I just did a stupid thumbs up. <laughs> um, you guys missed it. But, okay, and then, speaking of that moment, when, like, so they run in, right? Mm-hmm. That... One of the three vampires has his, like, nasty claw inside of the house. I was like, how? Where do you draw the line for, like, when they can come in and when they can't? Well, and I was like, I... I, she's like, I knew this, but I had never put it to the test before. So your first instinct is to run home where your mm-hmm. mother yes. lives, who's not capable of defending and herself And yell, come anyway. on. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like, now everyone knows where you live, Buffy. Yeah. Like, super smart oh. move. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she is young. She's, she is she's Twitter-pated I think over she Angel. Just, yeah, I think she just wanted Angel in her house. Yeah, she did. She yeah. wanted to get Angel in her house. And then Joyce comes home, who's, like, the most absentee, checked-out <laughs> mother. Best. Yes. She comes home and is immediately like, Bobby's like, go upstairs. And she's like, oh, okay. But when she was, yeah, when she's just like, what did you do? I would have been like, why are you trying to get me out of this room? Yeah. Like, what is going on with you right now, Buffy? Because, okay, because this is one of the things I wanted to talk about with you guys. Because I feel like you guys are all worldly women. Working single mothers. <laughs> with art galleries and artifacts. <laughs> okay. When you look and at this version of Angel, season one Angel, and you don't – before you know he's a vampire, how old would you say he is? He looks like 19. He oh, looks, you think he looks that young? Well – I feel like Actually, he looks there's a big 24. difference. There's a big difference between season one, episode one, Angel, okay. and season one, episode whatever episode we're on, seven. seven, Angel. He is a little bit like more beefed up in this one because I remember in 
the very first episode, he looks like a little stick person. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's very small. He's definitely bigger, but I didn't – I think I see where you're going with this. I didn't think when she was like, he's a freshman in college or something. I was like, no, he's not. He's like a student teacher. Like, he's, Yeah, he didn't look older. He's 26 if he's a day. <laughs> oh, God. Which – and then I was thinking, is it cr- – and this is the other second part. So first part, how old do we think he is? Second part, is it more creepy if he's just – a person who lives in Sunnydale who's in his late 20s who Buffy is hooking up with and or her, that he's a vampire. Because no, I think it might be more creepy no. if he's just an, a, a creepy old guy. Well, I think it is. Either way, he's a creepy old guy, guys. <laughs> no, he's, one, one he's, way he's like 26 and one way he's 220. Okay, but in one way, it's romantic because here's the thing. She's a slayer and he's a, and vampire. He's a vampire. Oh, I missed that. They're missed supposed that to be enemies. But they love, and you know what? It hurts. I know I'm jumping to the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you wanted to chart like my becoming bitter and and a cynical old lady, it's that scene because when they have their final kiss, which I'm I'm sorry we're jumping, but I did it. And they have their final kiss, and she's like, "It hurts," and he's like, "Yeah," and then you see on his chest that her cross is burned across to him. Like at one point in my life, I actually found that. Romantic oh, and mm-hmm. like I, it moved me. I'm sure 15 year old Vanessa yeah. gasped at the television. Mm-hmm. Oh I yeah, was like <gasps> he let someday. he didn't even say any. He didn't even show his pain for her. No, and that's the most romantic thing you can do is swallow your pain and not let the other person know. Yeah, that's the most romantic <laughs> thing you can do. Let your love suppress hurt it. you. Suppress it. <laughs> suppress it. He also, if we can see it through the camera, <laughs> why can't Buffy? Like she's like, listen, I gotta go. Bye. She's like eyes up, like I'm not gonna look. Yeah. <laughs> There's a tendency to look at each other's nips. I'm not gonna look at your nips. I'm gonna walk away <laughs> and go. I was like, Buffy, you you couldn't see that. I mean, I feel like at that moment she's so absorbed in herself. Yeah. Yeah. She's like she's feeling her own pain. Oh yeah, she's like I I look really good walking away. <laughs> Watch me walk away, yeah. Angel. Watch me. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so we're oh, jumping okay. around though. I so know. Maybe we should like roll roll back. Okay. Okay. So Joyce comes home and discovers her teenage daughter, her troubled teenage daughter, home alone in a dark house with a much older man. And she's like, I'm going to go upstairs. Yeah, I'm going to trust you to like have him leave. Yeah, because you've always made great decisions. That's like historically <laughs> yeah. something you've done. No, I was like a real good kid and my mom would have – I don't know. My mom would have called the cops or something. She would have been like, <laughs> who is this adult – Man. I know. I feel like my parents would have been like – my parents were super hands-off, like not mm-hmm. around a whole lot. But I feel like they would have been like, well, no, I'm here now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like if yeah. you do behind my back, you're good at hiding it, whatever. You do you. But like don't do it in my face. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then she like pretends to have him oh, even God. close the door. And then like they thump up the stairs. Like yeah. if she heard you close the door, she's hearing you both like have a normal tone conversation mm-hmm. and walk up the stairs. And she also like the look on – Angel's face when he's like sneaking up the stairs with Buffy like he's like having I don't know like the a thrill ride like the time of his life <laughs> well okay and I, he's had a really rough life but that's the thing yeah I was like 200 dot 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 years of like not living it up or at least 80 mm-hmm. something yeah. years of not living it up well and at this point as the viewer you don't know that he's a vampire so you, you think, think he's, he's some creepy 26 year old following <laughs> yeah. some hot piece of ass yeah. upstairs to her but yeah he's excited but, like, he looks very, like, ooh, we're bad. Like, Joyce is <laughs> yeah. in the other room. <laughs> I will also say, and 
whatever. Again, when I watched this the first time, I ate this shit up. I, yeah. I'm a Buffy Angel girl. Like, I was into it. Now, he, he kind of creeps me out. And the scene where she's like, do you snore? And he's like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't, yeah. It's been a long time since someone could tell me. That's something. Okay. It's cheesy no matter who says it. But if two 25-year-olds say that to each other, uh, okay. She's 15. Yeah. Don't talk about other girls you fuck to a 15-year-old. Yeah. That's gross. Right? Yeah. No, and, I, yeah, I I don't know, I don't know especially because he knows she's a virgin and she's, like, Wait, a child. Wait, how does he know she's a virgin? Because he fucking watches her all the time. He would have seen it happen. <laughs> well, not if it happened before she came to Sunnydale. Yeah. <sighs> she could have she she been hidden all over it. <laughs> all over I was waiting for you to be like, he can smell it with his vampire nose. <laughs> 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 there's oh, fanfic out there that incorporates yeah, that. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. Oh, God. Well, I just feel like also like there was something about that line that he – oh, I, I thought that him saying like – because how old is he supposed to be? Like 22? Like not – you know, not 200, but like 22 before he was I, turned? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. I mean she definitely tells her mom that he's like a college kid. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean – I think he is supposed to be that age. It's hard because – Poor David Boreanaz, it doesn't have magic powers. So he ages. He does And I age. feel like the character Angel becomes his – and then he has to play himself in flashbacks. Yeah. So – No, there – His age – Sometimes of, in terrible ways. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Mostly. Horrible accents. Oh, God. Oh, let me tell you something. <laughs> like, what? Oh, that's just a little preview yeah, of what you preview. guys will be seeing. Um, so – I feel like his age of being sired gets older as they just <laughs> it just all gets older. They just hope, like one day it's like fifty five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially because you learn that Darla was his maker. Yeah, and Darla's like prancing around in her schoolgirl outfit, like knocking on the door, pretending uh-huh. to be a like a friend of Buffy's. And I'm like, does anyone believe you're still in high school? Because you no. look about thirty. Yeah, you she look like yeah. you look like you. Like, just left your job at the strip club where you pretend to be a schoolgirl, yeah. and that's why you're in the skirt, and not because you're actually of school age. Yes. And also, again, how shitty of a mom is Joyce? My mom knew I didn't wear a uniform to school. Maybe like, well, my mom weird... would have just been like, you were really into wearing, like, a school uniform. Okay, but that uniform. was a like, uniform. Like, yeah. that's not... Darla also is, like... A psychological terrorist. I, I love she her. like the fact that she wore that schoolgirl outfit to like sneak up on um, Angel. Yeah, like to be like this is this is what you like, and like I'm masquerading as this thing that like you seem to hold holy and dear. Well, and she has multiples of it because she's in different schoolgirl. <laughs> yeah, true. she has lots of flat skirts. She's got like yeah, she's, yeah. she's ready. I think she ate. One girl from every and just oh, all the yeah. she's, she's ready to role play with Angel. I, oh, she would in a second. Oh, well, when he when was hurting her. Yeah, she and she's was like, down. that hurts. That's good too. I yeah. was like, wow, Darla. Wow. I feel like this episode was the most explicitly sexual of the series so far. Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, all of those shadowy scenes in Buffy's bedroom. I okay. Controversial statement. Uh-oh. I kind of feel really. Bad for Darla. No, I do too. I yeah. feel really bad for her. I feel like she's like that girl who this guy just changed and grew and broke up with her because they didn't mesh anymore. And she's like, I just want us to go back to the way that we were before. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm a different person now. Like it feels very like something that happens to you 
at you know in your 20s when you start mm-hmm. to just grow apart from whatever partner you had from school and like you grow up and you become different people yeah. um, i felt really bad for her um the whole episode and then and then he mm-hmm. murders her then he murders her yeah and it was like she was definitely trying to like get him i don't know she was trying to like fix him back to what she knew him as yeah um and was villainized for it because like obviously she's evil and like she wants him to be evil but like um, I mean, th- then the result is her death and we celebrate it. And it's like, cause we're on like the right side of his, mm-hmm. I hate that I said that again. We're on Buffy's yeah. side and we're yeah. like, oh, like you left that behind. But it's like, man, cause she sees him and he looks the same. And that's something, never mind. I was going to spoil something. No. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> yeah, but she definitely feels like if you do this one thing, Mm-hmm. By killing Buffy, like it will fix you, and you will come back to me, right. and we will have what we used to have. Even though any viewer can tell that, like that's gone, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I think you're right. Any viewer can tell it, but I think we also are more grown ups than maybe we're the old first. and jaded. Because like I, I used to hate remember, Dara. like the line when she says, because she explicitly says, the saddest thing in the world is loving someone who doesn't love you back anymore. Yeah, like. I didn't remember that until I saw it this time, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. She's right. That is the saddest thing. <laughs> well, and, like, she made him. Like, she yeah. made him, and they did. They spent generations together, mm-hmm. and, like, to her, they were growing together, and they were doing this thing together, and then, you know, he went and got his butt cursed, and then she— Yeah, and now he wants to fuck a 15-year-old. Like, right. and, uh, Team Darla, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No. He also, like, he drops her, and, like, she's evil, and I get mm-hmm. that, but he drops her so quickly for Buffy, which Buffy can hold her own. Like, he yeah. doesn't need to be the one to kill her. Mm-hmm. Um, this woman he's known for centuries. Yeah. For this girl, girl he's yeah. known for days. Yeah. Yeah, he's known for days, watched for maybe years. <laughs> Super creeper. It's also, and again, I think it's having a little distance from my teenage self, maybe, or maybe just a different version of a teenage self, Buffy sees that murder as proof that he isn't fucked up. Yeah. But it's yeah. not really proof that he's not fucked up. Yeah. It's just another in a string of thousands of murders that he's committed. It's really, like, proof that he loves her. And I'm like, until the next 15-year-old bitch comes along, and then he's, he's on killing you next. Also, he could just be, like, trying to sever that part of his life that yeah. he doesn't want anymore. And she's just, like, symbolic of that life to him. And he's like, okay, that's the last thing. And then master next. Yeah. Like, I mean – I don't know. I think maybe, maybe Buffy might be reading a little bit too much into this murder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that Angel's really that into her. Yeah. I think that's going to fizzle. <laughs> oh, give it like four seasons. <laughs> Ish. Um, okay, but we haven't talked about maybe the most important thing in this episode. What? And that is Buffy's glitter shirt. Oh, <laughs> are we skipping right over the baby blue pleather jacket? Oh, we can go right no, back. We can, we can talk about that too. <laughs> Because I loved her, like, she was wearing that, like, black crocheted sweater, yes. Ugh, which yes. I was like, I have a very similar no, sweater. Love that. Love this. I, I almost wore it here tonight. Yeah. I was like, oh, I love that sweater. I should yeah. wear it. Um, and then she puts a baby blue pleather jacket over it. Where does one even buy that? <laughs> limited, too. All of her clothes come from limited, too. Or Delia's, I oh, think. Oh, Delia's. Delia's. Ugh. There's yeah. Some, I feel like it, I don't want to jump to the next episode, but there's some graphic tees. 
and tanks that appear yes, in the yes. second oh, episode yes. that are very Delia's alloy. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, I I loved the uh, I I wrote in my notes sparkly t shirt is everything. Yeah, that's what I wrote. <laughs> yeah, I wrote glitter sweater because I thought it was a sweater at first, and then I wrote no, it's a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I um speaking of their their clothes, uh, yes, two things. Cordelia Cordelia says, you know, you're stepping on my two hundred dollars shoes, and I feel like that. Okay, I'm. World, I'm poor. I am not saying that I'm like big money lady, but isn't that like no show would be like these two hundred dollar shoes? Like they would be way more expensive, right? Like that's like inflation. Well, I mean, nineteen ninety eight dollars. They're not. Yeah, nineteen ninety eight dollars, and they're not in a major. Like they're not in Manhattan. They're that's in true. Tinydale. Do you like how she's rich though? Isn't yeah, she? but I think that that was their version of rich, and I'm sure at fifteen I thought, oh, two hundred dollars. Oh yeah, I didn't have two hundred dollars oh, shoes. God. And, like, no if we talk about how Xander, like, a little bit slut-shames her. I, I wrote, Xander, stop slut-shaming. I wrote, why does Xander slut-shame? Yeah. Oh, my God, guys. I didn't write that. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote, uh, Xander and Cordelia, mean banter equals love. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I said, like, I think I ship it. That's what I said when y'all, like, are talking about slut-shaming. I was like, that's a cute dress. And then Xander slut-shames her. And then I was, like, personally affronted by it. <laughs> yeah, like, how dare you? Yes. How dare you? He needs to stop with that. He does it a lot. He slut shamed Buffy two episodes ago. He is because we talk a lot of shit on Xander. Oh right, Corsian. wait, so, okay, Corsian let's... man. But in this episode, more than any other time that because his opinion on this does not waver a lot, but he's sort of right that that Angel's her enemy. Yeah, yeah. and I understand that they're teenagers, but they are not in love yet. No, no. I honestly, I sort of congratulate him for not being too overly happy about it. Yeah. Because when he's walking over, he's like, he's a vampire. You're a vampire slayer. Isn't it kind of obvious what should happen? <laughs> Whereas they feel like in his head, he's doing cartwheels yeah. oh, and yeah. there's yeah. ticker tape parade. And, yeah. But he's sort of holding it in, which is not not usually his style. No. no. I felt like it was, you're right, he was restrained and arguably right. I mean, right? I mean, yeah, no, she right. should have killed Angel. Well, it would be dead. It would have ended the whole like I mean, at least for a while, like the Darla jealousy thing. Yeah, I mean, like, I think Darla would still want to kill the Slayer. Yes, but not as urgently. Right. I think. Um, also, Xander made me laugh a couple times in this episode. <gasps> oh, really? Yeah. Or was it this episode? <laughs> or was it the next one? Was it his umpire joke? Yes, I laughed at the umpire <laughs> joke. I did. Because I was like, oh, Xander. I laughed at the umpire joke. <laughs> I did. That one, yeah. Um, also, I laughed when <laughs> An- or Buffy is afraid that Angel's read her diary. Mm-hmm. And she's like like stumbling. And she's like, A doesn't stand for Angel. It stands for Ahmed, the charming <laughs> foreign exchange student. Yeah, that was cute. I so even cute. liked hunk mean a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> like Not all of them good. Yeah. Oh, God. She was so cute then. That, and then when Willow later is, is like remembering, remembering it, it, yeah, because uh, like Willow is totally like the viewer in that moment. Yeah, the yeah. whole time you're just like, ha ha ha, like you're thinking it. Yeah, so, so is Willow. No, um, she is the best when it, she just like comes in and they're in the roof of the bronze. And she's like, oh, Buffy's in trouble. I'm going to save the day. And I'm like, you have no powers. You can die. But she doesn't stop. She's so cute. She's a good friend. She's a great She's, she's a, a really, really good, good friend. friend. 
Um, I think she's just so happy that she doesn't just have Xander to talk to now. Yeah. Can you imagine? That show would be a really rough show to watch. I don't know how <laughs> she's still in love with him because I'm like, you listen to this fool every day for years. Like, how are you pining away over him? Because here's the weird thing. I liked – I kind of liked – well, I mean, mm-hmm. you, got, you know, I, I kind of liked Xander when I was like a teenager. Mm-hmm. And I – obviously now as an adult, I'm like not into his shit. But like he was like the funny like fake – Chandler Bing. Yeah, like, he, yeah. like, so I think. In the sexy baggy corduroy pants. Oh, yeah, my God. Definitely. And his, yeah. Okay, but, like, <laughs> tall and floppy hair can go really far when you're a teenager. Oh, yeah. Like, that's a nice, like, shiny button-down shirt with yeah. a wife beater showing underneath. Yeah. Which, by the way, <laughs> how does Angel keep all his wife beaters so sparkly white? Like, what sort of laundry detergent is in his crypt? Well, he doesn't sweat, ever. Okay, but he, <laughs> he lives, like, in a dirty yeah, he place. Does. He yeah. does live in a dirty place. And he's constantly drinking blood out of a bag. And murdering people. <laughs> and, wait. Murdering, murdering Darla. Demons. Well, he murdered Darla and she turned into dust. <laughs> I got so offended. I know. You got really mad. <laughs> <gasps> Don't say that about my angel. <laughs> this is also the episode where, like, multiple times they talk about how vampires aren't people. They're animals. They're animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Which I thought interesting. Like they kept coming back to that central theme, and I was like, "Are you going somewhere with this?" Yeah, I mean, there was up until this point, there's been very little cause for Buffy to examine what she's doing when she kills demons. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, she sees them very much as just like other, like they're yeah. It's just it's like a task that needs to be done. Yeah. Which I think is, I mean, what you have to do as the Slayer, otherwise, I mean. Yeah, you can't humanize them because then you're murdering people. Yeah. And I think, I mean, that is a, something that, a theme that's explored later, I yeah. think. Um, co- uh, Joyce drinks really late night coffee. Yeah. Yeah, but she, she doesn't to- She doesn't drink it. She pours it, smells it, puts it down. <laughs> <laughs> I, wrote, I hope that's decaf, Joyce. <laughs> okay, and also, and I know, we've already said Joyce is checked the fuck out. Yeah. But... But it's weird that Giles comes to the hospital and she does not question it. Like, if I yeah. were her, I would really believe Giles was trying to diddle my daughter. I think yeah. she's supposed to be doped up on yeah. pain meds because she's so like, ooh. Which, that's like, a great yeah. is such a great school. Because mm-hmm. at first, yeah, I was like, Joyce, this man is present a lot. Yeah. And just a week ago, he was whispering into your daughter's ear from behind. <laughs> That happens. And you've just learned that your daughter is into older men. Yeah. She's like bringing yeah, random, random older men by the house late at night. And Giles? Yes. I mean, he looks good. Oh, <laughs> I haven't gotten worried. to his best moment of is in this next episode, I think. Yeah. I feel like the oh. next episode he really starts he really to shine steps his it sexiness. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He turns Sexy that love light on. Oh, okay. Uh, two things. Yeah. Um, Darla's gun use is interesting to me because that's not something we see mm-hmm. a lot with vampires. Yeah. Um, and I think that just shows, like, how desperate she is to get rid of Buffy because, you know, Buffy is symbolic of, like, she's this manifestation of angels having left her. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, I just got to kill this bitch. So she gets these two guns and is like double gunning it. Oh, yeah. She's just like reservoir dogs. Yes. There. <laughs> and actually at first I had a real ro- emotional roller coaster ride with this one part where she's like laying on top of the pool table and she's like sliding backwards yeah. and shooting. Pew, pew, at pew, first pew. I hated it. And then 
during the slide, I was like, I like it. And I really <laughs> liked it. I, I, as soon as it was done, I was like on the right. I was like, you are 400 something years old. You you are a terrible shot. She yeah. is four feet away from mm-hmm. you. She hits you with one shot of the crossbow. You can yeah. hit her with one bullet, not one. Yeah. And Buffy just learned how to use the crossbow yesterday. Yeah. And she hit behind glass. Come on, guys. <laughs> I think maybe, maybe what's happening is that Darla is trying to fight Buffy on Buffy's level. Yeah. She's trying to dress like a teenager. She's trying to fight looking all cool. No, she should have snuck into Buffy's house because she's already been invited, killed her while she was sleeping, slit her throat. Yeah. That is a Darla way to kill someone. Yeah. Instead, she's trying to fight like Buffy. And you know who can't win? Darla. Yeah. She's going to lose every time. Yeah, I think that's true. Like, she should have done what her strength was and what has worked for her for 400 years. Oh, yeah. I could imagine her, like, doing some fucked up stuff. To Buffy. Yeah, like maybe not killing her immediately, but like taking her back to the master's lair, yeah. like mm-hmm. tying her up and then like bringing with her, Joyce there. Like, yeah, yeah Joyce, exactly. Killing Angel somehow in front of her. Yeah. I mean, that would be kind of tough, but or she like, would for sure kill the friends. Or mm-hmm. like watching Angel as she dies. Something, you know, yeah. like yeah. Angel watch Buffy die, something like that. Because she's, when she's murdering the three, because the master, she's yeah. like that look of yes. pure joy on her uh-huh. face. I was like, I know she's a vampire. I know she's a bad person. She doesn't have a soul. But like, especially because the master has just given this speech about like all vampire life is precious. It was this very like, like capital mm-hmm. punishment sort of a moment. And then she's just like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I is, I think supposed, why you're not supposed to cheer on Darla. Yeah. Uh, Guys, she's just a woman who invested way too much time in a guy who just turned out to not be worth it. Angel was not the right guy for her. No. I mean, Angelus was the right guy for her. But he's gone. And And she's not ready to let go. I know. If she could have just... Hmm. 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 Also, yeah. So she goes... So Buffy goes to kill Angel and then he's like, no, it wasn't me. I didn't try and kill your mom. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. No, but like, she believes him. She doesn't – or say, like, okay, then who tried to kill my mom? Why were you in the kitchen? She was just like, okay, cool. We're cool now. Well, And, and then she's, then she's like, 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 hey, here's my neck. Yeah. I was like – And then Buffy. Darla shows up and starts fighting it. And then Will is the one who's yelling, like, Buffy, it was an angel. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, she already decided she was cool with that. Yeah, like, yeah oh. she doesn't care about the truth. Yeah. Um. Which I guess that's just the naivete of young love, right? Like you believe anything because oh, anything. you just mm-hmm. want it to be true so badly. Oh, you 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 are willing to take the like most bullshit explanation or excuse yeah. just so that the pieces fit. Yeah. Um. The line, the line that um, Angel says to Buffy when he's like, "I can walk like a man, but I'm not one." I both loved and hated it. Like I. <laughs> If I were Buffy, I would have been like, how long have you been thinking about saying that? Like, have you been – I mean, like, 200 years, right? Yeah. The minute you turn into a vampire, you're like, I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Back pocket, ready to go. I also really enjoyed his uh, boy band hair throughout the episode. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like this was really, like – really showcase that sort of Backstreet Boys sort Mm -hmm. of hair. Yeah. Like, which is a nice contrast to Xander's floppy hair. Yeah, there was a lot of profile shots of him with the yes, like spiked, like backlit, peaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, I feel like the cinematography of this show works really hard, and it's not that hard a job, but works really hard to make him look good. 
Oh, yeah. Like, those shadows and angles, and it's like, all right, I, I see what you're doing. You don't do this for Xander, ever. No. <laughs> no. Except Xander's- for when Xander's a hyena. Oh. Then we, he did have some moments. When he's a sexy, sexy. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying that they're trying. I'm not saying it worked. Oh, wait. We didn't admit that all our no. sexual fantasies about Xander last week? I don't remember. No, I feel like they like Giles really well, too. Ugh. Well, yeah. yeah. Which also, in I loved how in the fight sequence where he's like, we're going to train you. And, like, you know she's going to school him with the sticks or yeah. whatever. And he puts on all the padding. And she's like, I don't need padding. And then they start to fight. And she continually hits him where he does not yeah, have padding. padding. She never once hits the padding. I'm like, you're a bitch. I like also how you're implying that it at any point looks like it's Buffy. Because the stunt double is one of the worst yeah. stunt doubles. What are you yeah. talking about? That was totally her hair. <laughs> no, it could have been me. Like, it was not Sarah Michelle Keller. It was a man. Was like, Wait, hold on. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm trying to say it didn't look like Buffy. All right, good. Also, um, Giles's padding looked like the thing you wear when you get x-rays on your teeth. <laughs> it was like a lead vest. I was like, what is he wearing? You know what's funny is I thought it looks like he's wearing umpire padding from like a oh. baseball game. <laughs> Throwback to the umpire line from earlier. Oh, maybe. Oh, that's like a little, little Easter egg tossing in. It's like, ha, ha, ha. Baseball fans. Oh, God. Um, I think we should probably move on to okay. I About You, Jane. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, we can always, if you've got something. The last thing yes. is how... So he kills Darla, and then it cuts back to the master, and the master's like, Angel killed Darla. And I'm like, was it on the news? Like, how did you find out? Well, he he must know because he's, like, connected, right? Don't they know? Like, if you're a sire, because he sired uh, Darla. Um, oh, maybe. You like, feel it? Do, we, do you find that out? Did I just spoil something? Do you find that out in this show, or do you find out in Angel? I don't know. I feel like you don't know it. Yet within the storyline, okay. yeah, which we probably then don't learn it because she's yeah. not going to come back. No. Or it was a continuity error that later got retconned into making sense. Yeah, <laughs> they were like, "We're putting this in the Bible. This is good. Yeah. Should have thought of this ten years ago." I think, yeah, like I, I, I feel like that. Yeah, it's just like they're connected. They're he hired <laughs> her. They know. They know each other's deaths. Yeah. Um, um, oh, I have a question. At the beginning of I Wrote About You, Jane, mm-hmm. I don't speak any Italian, but you speak a little, right, Vanessa? Mm-hmm. Si, si, si. How, how good was that Italian? Oh, my gosh. I was so happy to see, like, a crazy demon speaking Italian. <laughs> it made me so happy. There's so many exclamation points in the notes in the beginning of this episode. I was like, demon, giant, green, green demon speaking Italian is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I know he's, it's real Italian. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, good to know. Yeah, I mean, my very limited Italian. At one point, they say cauldron, and the Italian word is cauldron. (laughs) I was like, okay, television. (laughs) Also, like, all of their B-roll is from, like, Orange County or something. (laughs) Like, where and what is that? I was like, is that a California mission? What is that? (laughs) It's it's San Juan Capistrano. (laughs) The most Italian of the (laughs) mission. The most Italian. Um, so I wrote, Miss Calendar, so beautiful, exclamation point. So glad that she's I here. didn't remember that she was so, she was here already. I thought we'd have to wait longer for her. I was happy to see her. I was happy to see her too. Uh, I was so taken aback by Fritz, who from the very beginning okay. is such a weirdo. Mm-hmm. Like, and you guys have more recently mm-hmm. than me rewatched the beginning of the series. But I'm like, is he a brand new character? Are him and what, Dave? No, they are new. Because I was like, they... Yeah. 
don't get a ton of screen time, and they're both just such weird, like, not full characters, which is unusual for Buffy, because normally, like, they build this robust uh, catalog of even, like, featured extras that they'll bring back seasons mm-hmm. and seasons later. It's what's so great about the show. So it felt weird to me that they had these two characters who were pretty central to the plot line of this episode who were so shallow. Yeah, and I think it was because, like, this episode was trying to do something like it was trying to have have this message that just like fell so flat which is just like technology scary and like look at what it can do to you and I feel like those two characters were this like cautionary tale of like I don't know you can be don't get jacked yeah don't get jacked in because okay but he's okay and we can make fun of jacked in because it's hilarious like I'm so glad he said it because I'm going to be talking about getting jacked in for the rest of my life (laughs) but it's in modern times. In 2015, it's kind of true that if you're not jacked in, you're not alive. No, it's true. Like, like if you're off the grid. If you are if you don't have a smartphone, your life is measurably worse than everyone, than other people's. Yeah, well, I feel like you're either 7 or 70 if you don't have a smartphone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or Amish. Yeah. Those are your yeah. three options. And yeah, guess what, Amish. guys? I just said it. Amish people, they ain't alive. <laughs> if you've got a problem, Amish people, email me. <laughs> oh! <laughs> So much email. <laughs> um, I would say, yeah. Also, like, it is true. Like, if you're not jacked in, you're not <laughs> alive. Um, but, like, it's not a bad thing anymore because I, I, we because so much of our, um, like, world exists online. And so it's, like, it's not like you're just wasting away at this computer. Right. You know, you're on the go. You're living your life and you're – I don't know. I, I've never been one to like shake my fist at cyberspace and like be like, ah, get your face out of your phone. But so maybe I'm not the one to talk to you about this, but I just. No, I mean, I think it's a weird, it's a weird time in our history because things like modems exist. Yeah. But the internet as we know it doesn't. Social media doesn't exist. Like, no. Yeah. Gile, even Jenny Calendar doesn't know that social media is coming. Right. Like, There's so many things that they couldn't possibly have foreseen at this time. Um, But the way they approach the storyline kind of feels dumb. Like, librarians don't hate technology. Yeah. Like, Miles isn't really a librarian. That's true. He's a watcher. And watchers are backwards. Yeah. But it's just, like, it feels weird to have a librarian, a character in a library, be mad about computers. Because librarians love computers. It's a way to make more information accessible to more people. Which was the point that Jenny makes later in the episode when she's like, no, this is so, you know, really weird racist turn. It was like, it's not just for old white men. Like, it's for everyone. (laughs) Okay, there, Jenny. (laughs) I don't know. I'm going to be on her side, actually, for that. (laughs) Controversial statement. I'm on her side for that. Because, well, yeah, like it. I mean, okay, so if we don't think of Giles as part of the Brotherhood of Librarians, which I'm okay with that. He's a Brotherhood of Watchers. The Watchers is a weird, elitist, old, white people thing. Yeah. Like white British people. White British yeah. people. White British are, men. White yeah. British men who are the worst guys. Let's just yeah. say it. No. <laughs> but, like, I think that Giles is a snob. She's not wrong. No, yeah. yeah. I, he, I definitely side with her on that. Yeah. She's not wrong. I just felt like it was a weird, like, why you got to throw white in there? I think they were trying to make her, like, the rabble-rousing Wait, techno pagan. Like, I okay. think they wanted her to be, oh, the yin to his yang. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think so. You know, I think so, yeah. Well, because she was, like, pointing out the whole, like, 
I guess to have access to a library, you have to like be of a place of having that access. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, which I guess was true. Um, but it was interesting too that like she, even she who like claims to know about technology has this conception of like cyberspace as like a place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're going to make a physical circle. circle with where people are in the, yeah. That was that so felt super dated, weird and dated. Yeah, I mean, this is getting more into oh. the actual monster of the week. But one of the, I to me, probably the most ridiculous techno thing, other than the existence of techno pagans and the circle, as we discussed, is that somehow the demon was able to make a video of himself and play it. Oh yeah, talking about like he had like a webcam or something. Yeah, in eight bit, like for but, some reason. Okay, but how he's binary. Well, he's yeah. not – there's no him. But he created himself. Like, he made he, – he faked it. He what? built it out of information because no. he's now information. Well, I just right, don't but get why does information look like him? Because That's he crazy. Because he makes it whatever he wants it to be because he's in charge of the information. So he was like, I'm a sexy demon man. I'm going to pop my face up on here. Because he also made the cyborg look like his his form. Well, he, like – here. here is my problem with it. Like, how is he all of a sudden a hacker? He is from, like, what, the 16th century or something? Right. 14. 14. Yeah. yeah. I get okay. how he can talk. Like the chat function worked for me. Well, like when they were like, who's like, who's hacking into the, this thing? And then mm -hmm. that, I was like, how is he doing that? Like, and that's another thing too, where it was, it's a misunderstanding of like the internet and like w <laughs> how accessible certain information and websites are. Cause they're mm -hmm. like, well, if he can get onto the school's internet, he can launch nuclear codes. And I was like, just because two things are on the internet, it doesn't mean they're equally easy to get into. Also, in that scene, Buffy says nuclear codes, and then Giles says he could ruin the world's economy. Yeah. And then and then Buffy's like, I already said nuclear codes. Like, and he's like, yeah, the world's economy is not as important. Uh, BT Dubs totes his. <laughs> like, I don't – you can launch a nuclear bomb – it's worse if the whole world economy falls apart. Well, I think Giles was just trying to let Buffy have her little, like, intellectual moment in the sun. Because in these past two episodes, they dumb her down quite a bit. She says a bunch of stupid stuff. So I think that he was just like, all right. Yeah. she. Good job, Buffy. Pat on the head. Well, she, she calls emails e-letters. Yes. <laughs> which was amazing. I was like, oh, boy. I love and then it. that guy doesn't say anything. Like, was that a thing at the time? Did you, like... Do people call them e-letters? No, I don't know. I don't remember also, that. Also, when she's like, can you find out the physical place with email time from? And he's like, it's going to be tough. And I, like, <laughs> maybe this is just a sign of modern times. So I was like, you just need to find out what the IP is. Yeah. Yes. Like, it's not that tough. And if anything, the internet was simpler back then. So yeah. it would have been easier. But I feel like they're just like, eh, just have him be like, it's going to be hard. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's going to be hard. Uh, I also – I like how Mrs. Calendar has come, obviously, as a pro project for the school to scan the books into the library so that they're digital. And Giles is like, oh, scan all my weird demon books yeah, that, like, why? aren't cool. – Why aren't you scanning, like, Anna Karenina? Why are you scanning weird demon books you just unpacked from a box? Also – And why are you scanning books? Yeah. And why are you scanning it with a scanner that does not cover the whole thing? thing. <laughs> it doesn't cover it. When she scans it and the whole – like, yeah. the whole thing gets scanned to the computer. I was like, no, incorrect. How is that? It was like, yeah, like four inches long. And yeah. she's just like pulling it down. And then later when Buffy's trying to like find it on the computer and she's typing and she's like, W-I-L. <laughs> and there's literally one folder on the whole desk. Oh, yeah. filled Willow. Like but she had to search for it. <laughs> okay. And maybe some of this I think is just the demon has magic powers. 
But how is he able to control these people? By making them feel loved? I Yes, I feel like that was, like, under his thrall. Okay, so there's, like, there is a thrall to it. I think so. Because Willow acts dumb. Yeah. Well, I actually thought it was sort of nice because you come off of this episode where Buffy is in love with someone she shouldn't Mm -hmm. be in love with, and Willow, super supportive because she's a great friend. Yeah. And then Willow finds herself in a similar situation, and Buffy, without even knowing all the information, is like, oh, no. He can't be a real stand-up dude because he likes you. It's like, you're a shitty friend, Buffy. Well, like, well he might be fat or ugly. Yeah. yeah or he might have he back hair. He's a circus freak. <laughs> he's probably a circus freak. Oh, he's obviously a circus freak. I did like that scene because Xander gets her all riled up, and then she pauses for a second, and she's like, you can get me. <laughs> yeah. Which is why <laughs> you I was do like, this to me, Xander. And I was like, good on you for yeah. catching yourself, Buffy. I also loved when... They're in the computer lab, and Miss Calendar rolls in late to her own class with, like, big sunglasses, a big cup of coffee, and, like, what is presumably a bag of fast food. I was like, oh, that bitch is hungover. Yeah, and her hair is, like, still crimped from the night before. I was like, she went out, and then she's like, oh, I got a class to teach. (laughs) Did you know what I wrote in that scene? I wrote, we are all Jenny Calendar. We are. (laughs) Today we are all Jenny Calendar. Yes. No, totally. Um, Also, did anyone catch Buffy's GPA? 2.8. 2.8. <laughs> Did you catch that she had one absence? I wrote one absence. Not likely. <laughs> also, like, what school has, like, a little profile of each student on, like, fake three three hole punch lined paper? Yeah. I was like, is this kid pics? What is this website yeah. that they're using? Yeah. Like, what it's is for this? pedophiles. <laughs> With what sports they, what athletics they do. And, like... She just joined this school. When did they take this photo of her? I don't think she was there for picture day. That was probably from L.A. (laughs) That seemed like an L.A. kind of pick. (laughs) Also, okay, if we're just getting into all the dumb things that happened with uh, the hacking, why does the nurse at the school give anyone pedicels? I don't know. Like, if we were at the hospital, yeah, sure, but... Yeah, they I don't like, keep penicillin at school. I feel like the nurse at my high school couldn't give you aspirin. No, they can just like stick that like floppy te- like temperature mm-hmm. thing in your mouth, yeah. and then like you be like, band-aid. you gotta go. Yeah, and be like, we can call your mom. That's yeah, it. like that's all we can do. Um, and that's probably why they don't, kids, because <laughs> things like this gonna, hackers. Yeah, hackers steal penicillin records. Also, what's so interesting is that like I don't know about you guys, but was your were you, were your like medical records and shit on digitized file at your high school? No, right? Like it wasn't like No, I mean especially I if your library is not even I feel like people with nut allergies it's probably written somewhere. Written, like but I, not like in a digital fo- folder. Written. <laughs> written. I feel like that kid would have had one of those bracelets. Do you remember those yes, bracelets? Yeah, like oh, a peanut person. Yeah, okay, but exactly. probably not because penicillin is not something people just go around giving you. Well, no, because if he was in a car accident and he went to like a normal hospital, not the school, they might give him penicillin. <laughs> and you know what you can't hack? A bracelet. No, you can't oh, hack a bracelet. I mean, I feel like Moloch, Mollusk, what's his name? Moloch. Moloch, Moloch would find a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he, I also feel like he would find a way to hack that awesome laptop that that kid was working on when he was just like, what the? When, when Moloch rewrote his report oh, on yeah. Nazis. Because <laughs> yeah. he has time to do that. Because he's like, oh, this will be funny. Yeah. And also, like, I, that's like one of my pet peeves when characters like say things out loud that they would never yeah. say yeah. for the camera. It's like when someone picks up the phone they're like no I won't go pick you up at the airport it's yeah. like you just say no mm-hmm. like when he's like I didn't write this and then he reads the title yeah. you wouldn't you so wouldn't she, you wouldn't no if, no you wouldn't read that out loud you'd well, just be like whoa <laughs> 
That's it. Like, that's what we needed from that scene. <laughs> like, oh, yikes. Um, okay. I am not always this detail-oriented. Um, but in tonight's episode, did anyone else notice what was in Willow's locker? No. She had up in her locker a picture. So I was like, oh, I bet that's her and Xander. So I paused it. It's a picture of her and Giles. <laughs> There's a picture in her locker. Like, what? <laughs> Yo, Giles is getting arrested. Like, who oh. even took that? When did they even take that? Oh my god! <laughs> they were doing research. It's it's not a selfie. Someone that's took amazing. It. I bet there were a bunch of photos dressed into the locker, and for some reason, that's the one that yeah. made it into the shot. Oh my god! That's amazing. Like, all right, well. Oh my god! Um, a girl after my own heart. I would put a picture of me and Giles. Okay. Are are we gonna go? We shouldn't get to the sexy scene yet, right? Because it's, like, the end. Yeah, no, not, not if quite If we think yet. it's the same scene. And I feel like if we're going to, like, let's go back to bashing on the school a little bit. <laughs> like, does the school have no dress code? Because she is in, like, the tiniest little oh, skirt. Yeah, oh, my skirt. God. With the spaghetti strap tank with the sexy cat face on it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, stripper go-go boots, which she wears three times in the episode. Mm-hmm. I was like, Buffy, I know you have more shoes than that. <laughs> They're not $200 shoes, but she has more shoes. I would say my school actually did not have a dress code. And I went to school in Torrance. Mm. Um, It's Torrance, slut. Yeah. So, okay, Xander. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I remember, like, I mean, I remember myself, like, wearing stuff where, like, looking back on it, I'm like, dang. Okay, well, what about a shirt that says porn star? Yeah. Whoa. Xander, he has a car to get over it. But it says porn star. In the first scene when they're like really? working and Willow's like, don't you want to stay with me? And he's like, is that a joke? And she's like, yeah, it's a joke. He said the dick to her. <laughs> so he's so he's wearing her. a shirt that says porn star. It might have said something else that like was supposed to be a joke about being a porn star, but it really looks like it says porn star. <laughs> Guys, I think it said porn star. <laughs> I mean, it might have wow. said porn star. No, in little letters. No, just kidding. I'm a big old virgin. <laughs> Nobody wants. <laughs> Definitely said porn star. Which I don't – at my school, like, I mean, if you were Xander and you wore it, everyone would probably think you were a big dork. Like, that's yeah. really dorky. But he is a big dork. But I think a teacher would say turn it inside out. Yeah. I feel like that shit would have been turned inside out. I went to – I went to school. I grew up here in L.A. And I went to uh, school with a really strict dress code. And I used to get in trouble for dress code all the time for shit that I was like, there is nothing wrong with this. Yeah. So to see her parading around, I was just like, oh, no. Those shorts are definitely not past your fingertips. Like, you can't wear a tank top. You can't have your bra show. Like, okay, but what if the tank top is like really glittery? Yeah. Or (laughs) what if you decide to wear a navy blue velvet mini dress with some weird glitter decal, which I could never really make out what it was? I was like, this doesn't seem like a daytime outfit, Buffy. Buffy doesn't let daytime at night. Like she, (laughs) she breaks all the rules. Yeah, she breaks all the rules. I did. I did like her snowman shirt. Did you remember seeing that? She's she's wearing it under a jacket, but there's just like a cartoon snowman on her shirt. It's really cute. (laughs) So cute. And there's also some cat shirts that happen. Love the cat shirts. Um, Oh, okay. So this is kind of jumping around. So, um, you know, that one, like the the smaller weird guy. Yeah. Who I think was has been in. Although he's been in stuff. Yeah, he's been in. I've seen him again. Um, Dave, the, the guy with the awesome earring, yeah, so, like mm-hmm. weird the yeah. hoop. He he was like, so he um is told by Moloch, 
um, you know, you got to get rid of Buffy because Buffy starts getting too close to the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, he, so he like tells her to go into the play, into mm-hmm. the girls' locker room. Uh oh, Buffy jumps again. Yeah, to get away from the shocks. It's not the best jump of the episode, but it's a decent no, jump. It's a it's a big jump. <laughs> um, but then late, so later he feels bad, and then he fake kills himself. Yeah, basically the other one, the bigger one, Ritz. What's his name? Fritz. Fritz and <laughs> Dave. So Fritz kills him, but then like tries to make it look like a suicide. Mm-hmm. It's his note is clipped to the front of his shirt. Yeah. I have never committed suicide before, but <laughs> oh my god! I would not pin a. Fu- you don't pin the note to your shirt. You don't type out a note. No, and you don't then pin it. To type your shirt. out a note and pin it to your shirt. What do you do, Kelly? You leave the note. You write the note. You let your tears fall onto the <laughs> writing, and then you put it on a tape. Like you put it on a table or something. I was surprised he would have even printed it. Such a digital guy. Oh, that's right. He's a digital guy. Like maybe he would have to me. Like, it leave was, it on the screen. That's what I would have done. To me, it was very reminiscent of like you know when you're a little kid and like your teacher has a note for you and they like pin it to your like don't forget to give this note to your mom and they like pin it to your jacket. It was very like he's just a kid. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, it's sad. very sad. It's very sad. He's murdered Kelly. It's a sad thing. And they glaze right over no, it on the like, show. Like yeah, Buffy's like, oh yeah, he's dead in there. And, and they're, they're like, like really? Oh, yeah. And they're like, it looks like suicide, but it's not. And then they just move right on. And they have mm-hmm. to break into fucking, where is it? What? CRD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they're very unemotionally invested in Dave. Even though Dave dies, really, because he tried to save Buffy. Yeah. Like, and they're just like, mm, well, he's dead now. And, and they're all kind of mad at him, too. They're like, he. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, maybe that's before they find out he's dead. Because Xander's mad at him. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, Fritz is really the weird, like, jacked-in psychopath. Okay, he was a psychopath before Moloch came along. Yeah, yeah. That kid had developmental issues for sure. He was, like... He was going to be Mark Zuckerberg. He's going to change <laughs> the world. Um, so they go to CRD. Okay, and that's where my favorite jump of the episode okay. happens. And it's... <laughs> Zoe Buffy jumps. Oh, <laughs> Xander tries to do a bucket jump. I love that jump. And hurts his leg. I laughed. And it was adorable. Yeah. Yeah. It was really funny. That That was was a great Xander moment. Good job, Xander. Yeah. That was a great Xander moment. Anytime he's a buffoon, I I like it. Yeah, I like it too. As long as it's not like a sexist buffoon. Yeah. Um, And then they go in and one of the defense mechanisms of the place turns on, which is poison gas. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what that was. What? What kind of software, like, company or whatever they are, what are they, hardware, whatever, something, yeah, computer yeah. place. Some place where so Xander's like a, a Fry's Electronics has, like, fucking yeah. poison gas. Well, and it's a Fry's Electronics that went out of business eight months yeah. ago and has been abandoned. But the poison gas still hanging out in yeah. the pipes. They're just like, we don't know if we're going to need that. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. I like, oh, she, Buffy also, like, hits the door twice and is like, I can't open that. Yeah. And then later is like all right i'll open it <laughs> she like knocks on it it's like mm, that's steel yeah uh in her awesome leopard print coat <sighs> i swear i had that coat when i was in high school guys i'm surprised you don't currently have that coat in yeah your wardrobe. I'm, a, I'm a fan of cat things yeah she's she's looking down at her chest where oh. a cat sits <laughs> yeah. not a actual cat sorry um a what do you call it a, a super panther he's a sweater panther he's sven my sweater panther he's <laughs> cool guys I brought Sven along to the podcast. Um, I 
but like getting back to them making fun of all the terrible technology. So so Malik like builds himself or they build him this form, which looks kind of like a weird goat predator like yeah. mm-hmm. amalgamation. And then he's like walking around fighting them while still being like, this guy is like paying money to have his mother murdered. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, are you on the Wi-Fi? Like, how are you still getting information? Are you plugged in? And then I just had this awesome image of him like fighting Buffy while like being tethered by an Ethernet cable like, back to the wall. Yeah, and then also this is a real teamwork episode, mm-hmm. right? Because like Buffy and pals are fighting Malik. This episode's so dumb. So they're fighting Malik, and then uh, Giles and Miss Calendar mm-hmm. are, like, doing the other thing with trying to bind him. Mm-hmm. So they bind him and are successful, mm-hmm. and he's in his body. He should not have set he, – he then says to Buffy – this body is all I have left now. <laughs> I was like, they didn't know. They didn't know that. They don't have cell phones. They're not jacked no. in. They're not jacked in. They could have gotten like a push notification that like he <laughs> was. <laughs> okay, but he's not the smartest villain because he also. No. Here's the thing too is we all grew up around this time. We all knew yeah. people who talked to people online. He could have been way stealthier. About what he did. About his catfishing. He could have catfished so much more efficiently. Yeah, he was pretty bad at catfishing. Like, yeah, he really made big, bold moves he didn't have to make. When he said the thing about Buffy. Yeah, because it it was dumb. He could have just sent a picture of a fake person. Like, there's a million ways he could have just, he could have taken over the world. I I think it's, and he said he, like, missed the corporeal form. Like, he missed being Mm -hmm. able to, like, touch people and kill people. But I was a little bit like, you should have just stayed in and been, like, Scarlett Johansson in that movie. And just, like, lived in the computers forever because they were never going to be able to get you out of it. Like, they expositioned that away. Yeah. um, Because they tried to delete a file and it didn't go well. Yeah, he made a video of himself. (laughs) Um, So I, I thought it was weird that he put himself in a body... Anyway, like he's not a very good villain or he's not a good modern villain. Oh, um, I think what it is is that at the beginning of the episode, we thought that if you're not jacked in, you're not alive. Uh. But it turns out that if you are 100% jacked in, you're going to really miss you're gonna <laughs> being so, alive. So I should ignore all my e-letters? I I think also like he was like culture shocked and didn't – because he came from what, like 14-something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then came here – how uh, how is he a hacker? I don't get it. He like w- was in a computer and then now is able to be a hacker. Well, it's easy to explain why by just being like magic. He also speaks English. Yeah, immediately. immediately. He says, "Where am I?" To he doesn't know who he's talking to, oh. and he doesn't speak Italian. You know what I loved? Um, the different like Google Voice tones he <laughs> oh used for different God. things. I love all the like reading of anything, like even the suicide note, uh, like, like as it types itself, like, it's, like saying it out loud. But it's a different crazy robot yeah, voice yep. than like his creepy. And like, and then Willow's like talking out loud as she's typing. Yeah. And then he's like, no, we need to meet now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but she dissed him so hard when she was, so, you know, when uh, we touched on this before, mm-hmm. when he um, slips and he's like, oh, well, Buffy's, Buffy's bad news. You know, mm-hmm. she yeah. got kicked out of her old school and she's like, how did you know? And he's like, it's on her permanent record. Dummy. That was a dumb thing to say. But then, Willow like disses him so hard because she's like saying everything as she's typing, yeah. 
And then at the very end, she just types bye, but doesn't say it. And she's just like, turns it off. And she keeps just like hard resetting her computer, like just turning it off. And I'm like, girl, you're going to fuck up your computer. (laughs) You know this, Willow. Just put that shit to sleep, Willow. It's fine. Just turn off the monitor. Yeah. (laughs) You don't need to. She keeps just, ugh. She's like unplugging it or something. Yeah. So she also theoretically should be the person who cares the most about these murdered computer students. They are the closest to her out of everybody. But she does not care. I feel like at that point, like she doesn't know that Dave's dead. And then when she, at the point where she sees Fritz get killed, she's already like up shit creek. And she's, I think, worried about keeping herself alive at that point. And that's why she doesn't care so much that she watches him get murdered. And then that weird no-name doctor guy who's, like, even a smaller random character. Yeah, what doctor? The, like, guy who... Lab scientist. I guess he's not a doctor. He's in a lab coat. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Computer. (laughs) Okay, that guy. The one who gave penicillin to the kid. He's the computer doctor. Oh, okay, yeah, that guy. Mm. Ugh. Yeah, I mean... This was an interesting couple of episodes because it was like – I feel bad because we haven't really gone over plot so much for these. I mean – Okay. So there's this ancient <laughs> demon. He gets – he likes to kill people with his hands. It's he a loves weird, it. He likes to make people fall in love with him. And then once those people have exp- – you know what? He's sort of like Angel. He once he gets of. people to fall in love with him, he destroys them. He kills them. And moves on with his life. <laughs> yeah. Then he gets put in a book. Then – 500 years. Then he is scanned into a computer. <laughs> and immediately knows how to type and, like, show up as yeah. something. In the yes. In and, English. Yeah. And then he tries to date Willow. That's, okay. <laughs> His first, that's, like, I love Willow, and I don't mean this in any disrespect towards her, but, like, his first move, he's like, ah, I'm jacked in i've got like the whole world at my fingertips i can really fuck some shit up but i'm gonna start catfishing this high school girl (laughs) well and they tried to earn that at the end when they're when he was like you gave me life like you brought me back to life like i was dead i was stuck in this stupid book you're the one who like released me and his whole thing is like getting people to fall in love with him so i could see how his first instinct would be i gotta get this bitch who I actually care about to like fall in love with me back um he's just real bad at it and I think the only reason Willow falls for it at all is because she's never like this is her first experience with young love like this is her making terrible decisions yeah yeah I mean honestly we've seen two demons show interest in her one was a vampire and she followed him out of the bronze and almost got murdered yeah and then the other is this demon like and she almost gets murdered. Yeah. So she really is not – she doesn't know how to – and the one she loves the most, Sander. Yeah. The worst. Yeah. I didn't – I actually he's like – The weird. worst? Of the – who's worse? He's worse than the vampire that tried to murder her <laughs> no, or no, the I'm sorry, weird I'm predator sorry. robot. I was saying he's the worst. Like, you know how you have that friend – who's the worst? <laughs> yeah. He's not like the worst. He's not like worst. the worst if you put bad people on the list. If you put your friends on the list and you're like, oh, is this person showing up? They're the worst. <laughs> yeah. I have a big question. Yeah. And it has to do with the last scene between uh, Jenny Calendar and Giles. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what the fuck are they talking about when they talk about dangling a corkscrew? Oh, I God. Did not, I listened to it twice and I was like, I don't get it. I'll ask the girls. Oh, no. She, it's he the gave earring. her the earring thing. 
He was like, I found this in the book stacks. Uh-huh. And it's and, an earring. And it it's like kind, kind of, of like, like that. Okay. So then he was like, he was like, you're cooler than me. Like you have this weird artsy earring. And then she was like, oh, it's not for my ears. He's like, you dangle a corkscrew from your ear. And she was like, <laughs> I, I dangle it in more interesting place. Yeah. So her veg. <laughs> no, I was like, seriously, I was like, does she have like. <laughs> right. Like what is this other place? Her, her belly button? Oh, I went right to nipple. No, I went. See, right I went to right. Then how did she no. lose it? How did that see, that's the thing. That's the thing. I went way grosser. I, I also wonder wow. if it was an earring, but she was trying to be sexy because she wants to sex up the sexy British librarian. He's pretty as sexy she in this episode. Yeah, like, he is sexy in this episode. He's an A plus. I mean, yeah. he may be a representative of, of a patriarchal and racist society, but. <laughs> When he takes but he looks good doing it. Oof. I know. Oh, he looks so good in a sweater vest. Oh, yeah. His, like, um, collars were looking good. Yeah. I was noticing. <laughs> you notice everything. And I then, notice everything about Giles. And then how he is so surprised when she's so quick to be like, oh, there's a demon on the internet. And mm-hmm. she's like, I thought so. And he's like, what? How do you know about demons? But she's never like, wait, how do you know about demons? I know. Like, she just accepts why do you have all these weird demonic books? That okay, you well, I had questions in. about that. Too. Okay, but no spoilers. She knows shit she hasn't told us. That's true. She, she knows, knows some shit. stuff. Yeah, she's a techno pagan. No, okay. I mean that's not the shit I'm talking. But she you knows know what I'm stuff. About? She knows stuff. Also, we're supposed um, to have these questions. I think yeah. she. Okay, two things. One, if she's if she is so cavalier about revealing like. I'm, um, you know, a techno-pagan. And then she's like, oh, I know who Malik is. Mm-hmm. When she's, like, looking at the book, she's like, is this a diary? I was like, why are you playing so dumb? Like, she's playing so, so dumb. Why would she think that's a diary? She knows who Malik is, and there's a giant picture of Malik on the cover. Yeah, super convenient, by the way. Yeah. yeah. That they had an empty <laughs> book with Malik on the front of it when they were trying yeah, to bind like, him. Like, oh, we got to find a book to, like, bind him. Um, oh, What about this one that has the picture of him? Yeah. <laughs> with weird bejeweled eyes. Yeah. Like, this one will do. <laughs> okay. I do think that a lot of what she does in this episode is to get his goat. Yes. I think her playing dumb and her being like, whatever. I think this is Jenny Calendar flirting. She just likes to rile him up. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think even the idea of why does the scanning have to happen in the library? It doesn't. She's So that she can be around Rupert Giles and maybe get him to take his glasses off. Oh, my God. Wiggle out of her corkscrew. I respect that. I respect her angle. I would want to be a thorn in Giles' side, yeah, for sure. And I feel like she definitely is working that like I'm a bad girl and you want me sort of yeah. angle. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, also, like, what makes you a techno pagan? Because she's like, I'm not a witch. I don't I have just, that sort of power. Yeah, she's like, mm-hmm. I just know about demons and like use the internet. I like, think is having that a web they... browser makes you. A... I'm a techno pagan. Yeah, <laughs> are we all. We, we are all Jenny, we calendar. Are all Jenny calendar. Oh my god. Ah. I think that she. I think it's like the difference between being like a professional athlete or a sports enthusiast. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I, that makes total sense. And you would still want to hang out with the hot coach, right? In this metaphor, yeah. yeah. Rupert Giles is yeah. like a sure. super hot coach. I started a sports metaphor I could go nowhere with because I know zero things about sports. <laughs> you were hoping that we could get <laughs> Buffy is Tom Brady. <laughs> Come on, guys. Yeah, I also, uh, like I was picking on Buffy's typing earlier, and then mm-hmm. Mrs. Calendar gets on, the, and she starts typing, and she's also a very slow typer for a computer teacher. Yeah. On and television, then, you know who doesn't have to type accurately? Yeah. 
characters on television. She, oh, look, a million a minute. No yeah. one knows. And then I love how Giles corrects her spelling at one point. Yeah. It was like such a cute moment. That was really cute. I was like, Meh. Yeah, I you, liked that. You two so-and-sos. Like, if there was a spin-off comic book, slash, I would watch a television show, too, of just, like, the two of them having little adventures. Oh, um, like a buddy cop comedy. Yeah. I'd watch that. Yeah. I'd totally watch it. It's funny to me when he's, like, reading, because she's like, you read the fucking spell. I'm going to type it. When he, he's, like, reading it like he's saying the spell. Yeah. And I'm like, Charles, you can calm down. Just, like, <laughs> read it. Like you're doing like the dictation program on your text messages, like just be like, oh come, yeah, da, da. no, no, no. He's like Moses parting the. He's, yeah, like, he's like, no, shut up. He's so into it, and I feel like Jenny's just at the like he's like, I command you, and she's like, I command you. Yeah, like, just, she's like I command you. Oops, uh, back to exactly. <laughs> Cap lock. I yeah. command you. Yeah. Um, speaking of dictation, I had a like real flashback moment when I watched the show this this episode because on. Willow's computer on the side, it had one of those. Do you guys remember these little plastic arms that would hold papers? No. They're like, you would put them on the. Some computers had them, and then sometimes you had to like attach one. But it was a little plastic arm on the side of your computer that would like swing out and had a clip on the top, and you would clip a piece of yes, paper so you, you could look at the it. paper while you're typing. Oh, yeah. Fancy. It I was way fancy. That. I mean, it was. It was clunky and very 1995, but it was very helpful. I yeah. look down when I have to transcribe something now. So, so you're saying that you would like circa 2015 to have one of these? I think they. Yes, I think there please. are those things. I think there are because. Um, oh, I'm ordering one. For yeah, I used to when I had my desk job. I w- was looking into them, and I remember mm-hmm. seeing them online. I think at home, like my PC, when I was a like, kid or whatever had it was like velcro like my mom velcroed it on oh we i was less fancy oh i was not i did not have 200 dollars (laughs) shoes uh yeah i don't think they sell 200 dollars shoes to pay less i also like the like giant clunky webcam like a like pod that was sitting on top of every computer and then the weird like stick out microphone thing that was like wrapped around the Mm -hmm. screen so that you could have a conversation um, it was sort of amazing. I their school did not need webcams. I don't think my school didn't have webcams. Yeah, I feel like there's probably a thing about how schools didn't have webcams. Yeah, like I feel like no good comes of that. Yeah, no, you don't need that. You get weird pictures of librarians in girls' lockers. Oh my god, it's not good. I love that. Ugh, I want that. Can someone Photoshop my face onto Willow's face? In that picture. Just get a screenshot and then Photoshop my face. The way that. you said that was as if we're in a really bad episode of Buffy where there's like magic computers. <laughs> and you're just like, can someone do that? And then you look at your laptop. <laughs> really, I would appreciate it. No, I was I was asking our like 1.5 listeners. No. Oh, yes. Uh, thank you, listeners. Uh, please do some Photoshopping for us. Just do that, please. Thank you. Um... I think that pretty much wraps it up for these two episodes. Yeah. I, I it was a real roller coaster, I thought. Because so we had happened. such a like heavy mythology episode, which was like so, so good and mm-hmm. interesting and heartbreaking. And then I robot Eugene. So I was horrible. not I, Did you guys get sad at any point in I Robot Eugene? Like when I didn't really I felt bad a little bit when Willow was sad. Actually, because yeah. Willow, she's a good actor. She's great. Allison Hannigan. 
But other than that, I felt almost nothing. I felt oh, I felt into Giles a bunch of oh, times. Oh, well, that is always happening <laughs> for me. Um, I felt I think watching them back to back definitely made me feel bad for Willow as well because you were just in a very similar situation mm-hmm. with Buffy that ended much differently. You know, like poor Willow can't catch a break. Like I felt bad for her. Yeah. She's just trying to find love. Willow she is a really good friend to Buffy in the in that episode of being like rooting for her. Yeah, she's supporting she's, her and listening to yeah. her. And yeah, Buffy doesn't I think she I think Buffy wants to return the favor. But she can't turn off that Slayer protective Yeah, and she thing. has Xander whispering, jealous little Xander whispering in her ear, like, trying to turn her against it. But she does, like, very quickly get, like, oh, no, he can't be a real person. And then Willow mm-hmm. gets offended by it. And then she's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a piece of shit friend. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, you kind of are. Like, you should be a little bit supportive. Like, be supportive until she gives you a reason not to be. And then the thing that's, like, fucked up is that she was right. Yeah. And that's like, poor Willow. Yeah, poor Willow. Ugh. Well, keep your head up, Willow. Things will get better eventually. And then worse. That was actually really funny. Yeah. like And then better again. No, and, and then, then worse. worse. <laughs> <laughs> it was, so it was when they're all at the end, when they're all sitting and they're like, yeah. oh, we'll never be truly happy. And then they laugh. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> True story. Yeah. <laughs> You guys are not wrong. You're not wrong at all. And I feel like it's one of those things that you at 16 think like, I'll never find love. And you're like, oh, no, but you won't. (laughs) No, but you won't. Yeah. If Willow, like, cut ties with you, she'd be okay. Yeah. But, like, you're going to bring everyone else down with you, Buffy. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. Well. It's such a dark note. (laughs) That's how they end the episode as well. Guys, once Giles took off his glasses, I don't think I heard another okay, word. Okay, <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, Giles taking off his glasses. Anthony Sturhead is, like, a very attractive human. Yes. Yeah. That's what I've been saying. I know. Yeah. You weren't wrong. It's just I had a moment today. And then yeah. you started talking about corkscrews, and I was just like, ah, I can't. Yeah. yeah. Thanks oh. for explaining to me. Though I still feel like she was implying something dirty. No, she was implying she something was, nasty she, as fuck. I think she was trying to imply the most dirty thing. Yeah, she was like, this thing goes in my hoo-ha. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, and dangles. Like, and, ugh, ugh, ugh. And, like, God knows what I what, what I was doing in your book stacks. But it fell out. Yeah. In a place where Giles found it. Presumably not on the ground. Yeah, she's like, you basically just fingered me by picking that up. <laughs> He's just been carrying it around all day. He's like holds it, puts it in his pocket, then like makes a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> is that a better? That was there. That, that, that makes better. you feel much better. All right, thank you, Vanessa, so much for being our inaugural guest. Yay. Yes, thank you so fun. much. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah. Um, and do we know what episodes are next week? Oh, I looked it up and then I forgot. Oh. I think the next one up is creepy, uh, creepy puppet dude. <gasps> oh, it's puppet it show, puppet show, it's and puppet and nightmares, I believe. All right, all right. We're, so we're stick around cl- for next week. Yeah, we're closing in on the end of the first season already. Ah. Very fun, very exciting, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Denise Nugent for her amazing work designing our album art. The music is Medusa's on the Loose by the Crips. Follow us on Twitter at Hellmouthy and like us on Facebook. For questions, comments, and the like, email us at hellmouthy at gmail.com. Talk to you next week.